Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin, the podcast. And how does this sound? Game one at Madison Square Garden. The Knicks are the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. The Knicks could be a team that win not only one postseason series, but maybe threaten to win a second one. I'm just going to say that right now. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. The energy in the garden is always, is always amazing. Go, New York! Go, New York! Go! Obviously, we're going to start with the Lakers and Warriors. We got to play Lakers basketball. We got to defend at a high rate. We're playing, in my, in my opinion, the MVP of our league this year and Steph. So they got championship DNA as well. They know what it takes and what it feels like to be in pressure games. So we got to be ready for that opportunity and for that pressure. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. And yes, we are now into the postseason. For the NBA, and yes, the Knicks are part of it, which you haven't been able to say for the last seven years. But now that they are part of it, where do they go from here as they are have the home court advantage in the first round with the fourth seed against the Atlanta Hawks? It'll be an interesting series, of course. But first, we got to get through the 7-10 play-in, which, guys, took some criticism. But honestly, when you look at it, it's going to be, I mean, first of all, coming down to the wire, yesterday 17 of, the last, of 17 of the 20 seeds were not decided yet. And now you wait and see what's going to happen between teams like the Washington Wizards, who have made a push and have two stars, the Lakers, who are the seventh, and they have their two stars getting healthy or at least healthy now and playing. They are not a typical seven seed. So what makes the intrigue for the first round is the fact that if you're a top seed in the West, the Jazz – or the or the the Suns, you could have to play a Steph Curry or a LeBron James in the first round. Has this worked out almost perfectly for the NBA? This is beautiful, and the Lakers would be favorites in every game that they play. Yeah. Imagine that seven <laughs> seed a favorite over a two seed, yeah. which is which is going to happen. And then on the East Coast, you also got teams like Boston, who is kind of Boston. I feel like it's checked out. I'm gonna be real. Like I feel like Boston season is over. Yeah. Maybe Jason Tatum can spark them in one game, but. If you're Washington, you're like, okay, a good chance to go against the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, that could be, could be 154, 150. A lot of stars a in that A lot of stars series. in that. And plus you have the Russell, Westbrook, Kevin Durant, that whole thing that kind of came on from OKC. Or you could potentially have Washington versus the 76ers. And the one thing people always said about Philly is that Philly has championship aspirations and they have the talent, but people always question about their mentality, their toughness. Are they built finally for the playoffs? And that would be one hell of a first-round test to have mm. with Russell Westbrook and Bradley Beal with the way they play against the defense of Matisse Thybul and the likes of you know how they – Ben Simmons and how they defend. I think when you look at it, the Lakers are a seventh seed, but realistically in real life, they probably would be the one or the two. Injuries oh, yeah. kind they of were derailed them. For most of the season. Yeah, right. they were the top dogs for most of the season. And even when you look at the Knicks situation, they had a fourth seed. Yes, they made it to the playoffs, but you also look at the Miami Heat. You also look at Boston. Now, with the Knicks, if those teams were fully healthy, would the Knicks even be in that top four or five group? You know, so you start to you – st- or even you just start to look at it and pick it apart. Um, but they don't need to apologize either team. The, the Lakers shouldn't apologize for being mm-hmm. in the play-in and only having an extra game, so to speak, to get kind of preseason warmed up again before they tackle whoever they, they need to go play against. And then the Knicks shouldn't apologize for being a four seed because it's, it's not their fault that the Celtics are bad and, 
and uh, Miami had all sorts of COVID issues. No, why should you? And now that you have these teams that are involved, you got 20 teams right now involved in the postseason. We were playing a game earlier. You remember the game NBA Jam, right? You remember that video game? Well, with that game, we thought, all right, let's take it. Based on that game, out of the teams that are in the postseason right now, give me two guys, the two guys that you would take. What team that you would take based on their two guys? And Jay put together a rankings early on. His number one was Kevin Durant and James Harden. Those are the two. His number two was Anthony Davis and LeBron James. After that, there's a lot more debates that can go up, but still, it's a lot of fun to kick around. Let's take Chris and Boca Raton on that. Hey, Chris. Hey, what's up, fellas? How we what's doing, up, Jay? Uh, you know, every time Key has a list, he sticks to his list. So don't change your list. It's fine. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, but what I was going to say was the best part of NBA Jam was that it was a trio. You know, you always had that third person, yep. like Sean Camp and Gary Payton, Detlef Schrantz, Bogey Mogues. So considering that, would you change the list at all? You know, what do you think? You can add that third piece. Oh, well, it definitely means you're still number one. Yeah, you just told me not to change the list, Chris. <laughs> now you want me to change the list? Um, I mean, Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie would be number one. That would be easy. Yeah, still number one. Who are we throwing in with LeBron and AD? That would be Schroeder. Dennis Schroeder? Schroeder's okay. their third best player, right? Russell. What's the Russell Bradley I mean, how about Dame, CJ, and Melo? Okay. Mellow. All right. Right. Wouldn't that all of a sudden change it? Who's that? Kawhi, PG, PG. and, and Ron- Rondo. 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 I mean, who's your. Right. Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and. The big dude. Aiton. Aiton. No. I mean, Bridges? that's all you got. It's not like you got anything Cameron else. Johnson. Yeah, I mean, Cam Johnson or Bridges, maybe? Bridges, okay. Mikel Bridges. How about Simmons, Embiid, and Tobias, Tobias Harris? Tobias, Tobias Harris. Harris. Right. Would that change that them would, at seven? I think that would, that, would, that would bump them up. Consider- and the question is, too, like, you know, if, if you do have Steph on there, you have Steph and who and who? Andrew Wiggins and, and who? Draymond. Okay. That's I mean, the that's all you get. That's, that's the only, it. Here's the – I start struggling because, like, Steph propels him. But I'm like, <laughs> take a the one other one. two, like – and there's no disrespect to Draymond. Cool. <laughs> Wiggins has been cool, like, the last he's 10 cool. games. Yeah, he's cool. Last 15 games or so. You can get Maybe. away with him. I don't, know how, I don't know how long you'll last, but you can certainly get away with it. It depends on how hot Steph is, though, right? Let's take Mel in New Jersey. Go the ahead, three Mel. Ain't fair though, because nobody has the three Brooklyn has. Hey guys, good morning. Good morning. I just want to say, like, I'm excited. The uh, playoffs are finally here, and um, I've been looking forward to the Nets winning the championship since um, you know KD and um, Kyrie first came. But I say all this to say that right, the teams that I didn't want to face in the um, playoffs this year was Miami and Washington, and it looked like we might play both of them. And I'm excited because we. Oh, uh, Washington, a can of whoop egg because they, you know, they beat us this year. And uh, Miami and Milwaukee, those are two great teams that got to knock each other out. But hmm. the out of the big three, I think the Knicks would have had the best chance to beat Philadelphia. So, because, you know, I think they got a better chance of beating the others. So, you know, New York, we're here. I'm hoping that y'all can make it to the Eastern Conference Finals. And, um... I'm just excited that the playoffs are finally here, guys. Yo, I would, I would Lakers, love Clippers, Nets, Knicks. I would love, I would love to see the 76ers and the Knicks play. You talk about like a rough well, Doc and, and Tibbs have obviously a oh, deep obviously, history together, yes. but like a rough, Ooh, tough, physical, physical series. Yeah, like where they're going to challenge Joel Trash, and B. T- I bet you there'd be a fight in that series. Oh, 100 percent, one thousand percent, one thousand percent, be a fight in that series. Let's bring in Stephen A. Smith who joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Stephen A., good morning. So, I don't know if you caught what we're good doing morning. here, but you remember the NBA Jam arcade game, the video game, and 
We were just playing around. Vaguely. The, vaguely? Okay. Well, the, the, it's vaguely. I'm not a video game guy. You take, I you, remember it vaguely. You t- it's a two-on-two. Two, basically, it's all based on video game, not analytics or anything like that. And so with the 20 teams okay. in the postseason right now, we were saying, like, what would be your best pairing? And Jay put together a rankings, and he had KD uh, and Harden as his number one NBA Jam pairing. He's got LeBron and AD as number two. Would you agree with uh, those top two? I would say KD Kyrie. Really? Not KD James over Harden. I would say KD. I would say KD Kyrie. Um, I think Kyrie is a showstopper. Um, obviously, uh, James Harden is going to shoot his threes, and James Harden, we know what we know what he can do. But I think that uh, even though this year that hasn't been the case, customarily, if you watched in the previous eight years in Houston, the ball didn't move as much. I think that when you talk about two-on-two and somebody dancing on you and, you know, just getting to the hole or shooting threes, um, I would would go with Kyrie. I think that James Harden will find himself fouled a lot more times, whereas Kyrie would embarrass and buckle knees and do all of that kind of stuff, and KD would do whatever the hell he wanted to do. So, you know, for the purposes of a two-on-two, if it's five-on-five and running the team, I'm going with James Harden. But for the purposes of a two-on-two competition, I would go with Kyrie and KD. Stephen A., let's talk about your squad. You guys gonna beat the yes. Hawks? You gonna beat the Hawks? Is is, is yes. this is the playoff yes. defense that we saw in the regular season? Is it going to translate to the postseason? Sa, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be a seven game series. Um, I like the young talent that they got in Atlanta. I love Nate McMillan. The fact that he's in Atlanta because I didn't like him in Indian, Indianapolis. I didn't think that was the right place for him. Um, I love the fact that he's in Atlanta doing his thing. Proud of him. But they're going down, man. They're going down. Hmm. Nick, stand up. That's what this is gonna be. Okay, they got home court advantage. Uh, They're going to struggle a little bit in the ATL, no question about it. Uh, But in the end, I think it'll be a seven-game series. I can see each team defending its home court. It comes down to game seven in Madison Square Garden. Knicks close the deal, advance to the second round round against the Philadelphia 76. That's what I see. Stephen A., I'll tell you this, too. What I like about this series is it's going to be, if it goes seven, it's seven home games for the Knicks. Because you know know what Atlanta, the Knicks represent really well fan-wise. They get loud for the Knicks oh, yeah. down in Atlanta. Yeah, it, it is. But the, the, the Hawks got some of their fans there, too. No question about it. So, I just think it's going to be interesting. But for the most part, you're right. And I just I just see it working out that way. I think that the Knicks, defensively, I think they got a leg up on Atlanta. I think Atlanta's lack of experience and youth will come back to haunt them in this series when it really, really counts. But I'm not going to dismiss their talent and act like the Knicks are just going to run roughshod over them. Atlanta can beat them. I just don't think it'll happen. Once once they sent home Pack, and that is the Knicks, then what's the next move for them beyond getting sent home packing? Well, listen, I think that the Knicks, got they got to upgrade talent-wise in all seriousness. We understand they ain't Brooklyn, they ain't Philadelphia, they ain't Milwaukee. Hell, I'm glad they didn't play Miami because mm-hmm. I was scared of, of them uh, going up against Miami. I was worried about that. I'm glad that didn't happen because I think Miami's experience could come shining through. Uh, but I think that when you look at the Knicks, uh, listen, Derrick Rose has been great. Uh, you know, you hear names like Kyle Lowry in the offseason and a few others. No, I don't believe that. Uh, I think that the Knicks got to find a way to get somebody that can shoot the basketball. I know they got some shooters out there, and I know they're top four shooting collectively uh, this year from three-point range, whereas last year they were, like, at the bottom four. So that's an incredible improvement. But I still need to see, like, a small forward on off guard that can put some buck that, that can give you some buckets. I really, really need to see that from them. It remains to be seen. And more than anything, 
Julius Randle's an MVP candidate. I'm pleased with R.J. Barrett and how he's shooting the basketball. But, my God, can y'all become a bit ambidextrous? Use your right hand because now that playoff basketball is here and it's a best of seven, everybody knows you're going left. Everyone knows you're going to lose. Use your left hand. I need both R.J. Barrett and Julius Randle. I'm still hyped about them. I'm very, very pleased with what they've done this year. I'll be there rooting for them. I'm going to be covering that first-round series every game. But I just need to see them get ambidextrous. I think that you should handcuff them or tie their left hands behind their back. And once this season is over, spend the entire offseason. Do not allow them to do anything with their left hand. They got to get their right hands together. Stephen, now that we're in the playing tournament out west, the Lakers, that is, and LeBron James and AD's back in the fold, what do you make of what's Mm going to happen to us? I'm still very, very nervous. And here's why. I watched the Lakers last night, man. And in the span of minutes, Anthony Davis comes out of the game because he hurts his toe. Oh, gosh. And LeBron, J- and LeBron James, uh, he, he stepped, he twisted his ankle just a little bit, right. coming down off of a spin move and coming down on somebody's foot. Only thing I'm concerned about with the Lakers in the Western Conference is their durability. If they're healthy, they're coming out of the West, and I believe they'll meet Brooklyn in the finals. If they're, if they're not healthy, if their health is compromised, they're going to go down. It's just that simple. I'm, I'm not worried about their game, Keith. I'm worried about their durability. Every little thing seems to hurt them this year. And that's the crazy part of what I'm witnessing. But I also noticed Denver had a chance to get some of the Lakers in the first round. They wanted no part of it. The Clippers were losing games on purpose as far as I was concerned. So they didn't have to face the Lakers early. So, clearly, we all know what the Lakers are and what they can be when healthy. And I think that right now, that's the only issue. If you're telling me that LeBron James and Anthony Davis are going to be healthy, I'm telling you the Lakers are coming out of the West. Stephen A., that that was my next question to you, brother, because I, I, I get this strategy. I see it. But that don't mean I have to like it because it makes me look at the Clippers in a completely different way. Damn, you dropped oh, games we, to OKC and the Rockets? Back to, that's that's no, the man, games you the, drop. We on the same page, bro. We on the same page. It's like, really? It's like that? You want to avoid the Lakers? That You know what? There's a difference between being a championship contender and being the Clippers. Mm. And they reminded us they're the Clippers. They reminded us they're the Clippers. Because what the hell are you doing? I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I prefer to see the Lakers and the Clippers in the conference finals rather than the first round. Don't get me wrong. But if you're the Clippers, why are you appearing like you running from anybody? I, I mean, don't you have Kawhi Leonard? Mm-hmm. Don't you have Paul George? Did you just pick up Rondo? I mean, don't, don't, don't you got a crew? Why got a new head coach. Like got Ty Lue now. You got, you got your coach that you wanted. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You look again. Again, I didn't talk to anybody yet in, in regards to what they were doing, but I'm just saying how it looked. You know, I was on vacation, but I'm just looking like, yo, really? Mm-hmm. Y'all don't look like y'all want to win these games. Mm-hmm. Y'all looking like y'all trying to avoid the Lakers. And, how and then about- you get back in the state, and then I got back in the state, and everybody talk about how they looking like they they avoiding the Lakers. I'm like, oh, really? That's what champions do? Okay. Okay. That says a lot, doesn't it? The champions is in the Clippers. But how about about also in the East, Saturday night, the Bucs, 
could have done the same thing. The Bucs could have laid down and said, we don't want to face the Heat, not in the first round. We saw what they did to us last year. That team's right. coming on. They're tough. But they went out and they went and won that game and made sure. All right, and they knew they knew what was going to happen if they won that game, and they locked it up where they would play the Heat in the first round. It's what they won. I was talking to, to one of their broadcasters during that game, and I said, what are you guys doing? Do you really want to play the Heat? And he said to me, I don't know. I yeah. guess they do because he was surprised too. They but they did not duck the Heat. They're going to see them. I got mad respect for them for that. I got mad respect for them. They didn't have Drew Holiday last year. They didn't have P.J. Tucker at last year. And when you have the combination of those two, you've clearly elevated yourself defensively. Offensively, Drew Holiday can ball. You still have Middleton. You still got Giannis, the Greek freak. Okay, so your mentality is with everybody talking about Brooklyn and Philadelphia and all of that stuff, they must have forgot. Our first order of business is these brothers that bounced us out at five last year. It's a different day. Let's get it on. That's the mentality they seem to have. That's how they play. Now they got to back it up and show up because there's an immense amount of pressure on them considering the fact that they retained the Greek freak, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and you got Holiday in the offseason. You messed up the Bogdanovich deal because you opened your mouth and revealed it before it was finalized, so you compromised yourself. But nevertheless, you still got P.J. Tucker, and I love P.J. Tucker because he's going to hit corner threes, and more importantly, he's going to defend and bring a rough rider's mentality on the defensive end of the floor to your game. So you take all of those things into consideration. They've got size. They've got athleticism. They've got physicality. They've got defensive prowess. They clearly have great coaching and bulldozer. There's really no excuse for the Milwaukee Bucks. And what I like about them is that they seem to know it just as well as anybody else. And I respect that from championship contenders. That's how you're supposed to play. That's how you're supposed to act. You still got to back it up, but they did this. they did what they were supposed to do thus far. Stephen A., we, I, I've mentioned this earlier in the show. Going into the final day of the NBA season, seventeen of the last yep. of the of the twenty seeds were not decided yet. And you've got a play-in situation where you got a team like the Wizards who were on the rise, and they were able to get into the play-in based on uh, the ability to have that play-in, and also that they got yeah. healthy and w- they have two stars. You have the Warriors and you have the Lakers in this play-in as well. You've got star power this week in all these games. Is this for the NBA mission accomplished? Was this a success for the NBA despite some of the criticisms of, of the seven ten idea? Can't deny it. I certainly was a skeptic of it. Not anymore. Um, not when you see what you've seen over the last few days. Um, not when you see that, you know, the seven and eight seed play against one another. The loser, the winner of that gets the seventh seed. The winner of that, I'm sorry, the loser of that ends up playing the winner of the nine ten seed. So it makes it very, very interesting. And the fact that the first time this has happened, you got Steph going up against LeBron is a huge, huge, huge deal. And then you got Russell Westbrook, who's been absolutely sensational over the last few weeks. There's no denying that. Um, You take all of those things into consideration. I got to give credit where credit is due. And I think that the NBA hit the jackpot with this. And I think this is in all likelihood uh, where it's going to stay. I don't think the playing game is going anywhere, considering the success that it's reaped this season. Who's your MVP, S.A.? You saw the way the game closed out last night for Stephen Curry. Is it him, Jokic, Embiid? Who you got? I got to go with Jokic. I hate to say it because I think that Steph is the greatest shooter I've ever seen in my life. The greatest shooter God ever created. And he's been absolutely sensational. And propelling them the 39 and 33 record, you just can't say enough of what he's working with. But here's the thing for me, guys. Jokic has not only been putting up numbers, Denver not only has consistently been a top four seed all season long with and without Jamal Murray, let's also keep in mind that Jokic has not missed a game. 
this guy shows up every night. And when you talk about the MVP, sometimes the best ability is availability. And when you see guys taking games off, engaging in load management, you know, monitoring themselves and doing all of this stuff, calling it, it, it preventive, preventative uh, treatment and all of this other stuff, this is not a guy that did that. Not only did he put up the numbers that he put up, he was a model of consistency, dependability, and reliability. And when you talk about a league MVP, we can't dismiss that in this day and age, particularly when you play in a league and you're surrounded by individuals who've made it perfectly okay to take days off, weeks off, sometimes even months off. When you look at it from – and only let me start it with practice. So when you look at it from that perspective and the fact that this guy day in, day out has been there for you and your team has been a model of consistency because he has been – a model of consistency. There are things that come into play rather than just sheer, sheer numbers. And I think that's what we have to look at Jokic CNN, when we think about that. Can you put names to this? Because I've heard a lot about guys that are taking time off, months off. Who are these guys? Well, I wouldn't say months. I, I didn't mean to say months. I apologize for that. But, what I, I, I mean, the Kyries, the Kawhi Leonard's, and others. Yeah, I'm, I'm naming names. It's not a problem for me. You know, I, we know we know the difference between uh, injured and hurt. We also know, uh, you know, guys that have had a pension or a propensity to take time off because they want to make sure they're going to be ready, even though they're perfectly healthy. When you've got the paying customer coming out there, not that this year was that case because of COVID, but for the most part in general, just speaking generically, when you have people spending their hard-earned money to come to see you play and you don't prioritize, showing up during the regular season on a day-in, day-out basis. I think that is something that should count against you. And I think that that is something that we as as pundits, as commentators and stuff, should comment on. Because guess what? The regular season does matter unless you're letting people watch you for free. It matters. And when you when you prioritize showing up and showing up to work, that makes a difference. I will remind you the great ones, the LeBrons, the Kobe's, the MJ's and others. When we talk about them, we didn't just talk about them because of their heroics on the court. We also talked about the fact that they embraced being the marquee. There's something to be said about that. And I'm always going to hold people's feet to the fire for that. You have to pay attention to that. That has to matter. It can't be everything. It can't be the number one thing, but it has to come into the equation. It has to factor in. It has to matter. It certainly matters to me. I completely agree, and it's something that Vanessa Bryan did talk about with Kobe uh, during his uh, Hall of Fame enshrinement over the weekend. Stephen, always great to chat with you about hoops. We're going to enjoy it this week for sure. All right, S.A. All All right, right, guys. Take care. Stephen A. Smith on the Goodyear Hotline. So Market Madness continues again coming up next. So where's Steph Curry among the Bay Area stars? He's got to be one, right? That's after Key has this from O'Reilly. Keeping your car clean is simple, inexpensive maintenance that can help keep your car looking like new. O'Reilly Auto Parts have car wash and wax painted surfaces, as well as interior care products like leather and vinyl carpet and upholstery cleaner. Visit O'Reilly for clean car month, and their professional parts people will help you get the best detailing products for your vehicle. Shop your local store online at O'ReillyAuto.com. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Dotson loses it. Walking the tightrope. Oh, Blake Griffin! Razzle dazzle! Oh, next level! Kevin Durant, the rack attack! Man, if you're watching on ESPN News, it's amazing. If you're listening to it, you got to see it to believe it. Kevin Durant with a dunk off the glass. The Nets with a 123-109 win over the Cavs yesterday. They clinched the number two seed in the East. The Bucks are the three seed. Brooklyn will face the winner of Tuesday's Celtics-Wizards play-in game. And you can hear that game on ESPN Radio. Meanwhile, the Knicks get the fourth seed in the Eastern Conference. They win 96-92 over a watered-down Celtic team. It gave the Knicks the four seed in the East, and they snap a seven-game postseason drought. Seven-game, seven-season postseason drought. They'll take on the Hawks in the first round. The Basketball Hall of Fame class for 2021 was announced. Paul Pierce, Chris Bosh, they make it in their first year of eligibility. Also part of the class, Chris Weber, Ben Wallace, Tony Kukoc, Lauren Jackson, and Yolanda Griffith. Coaches Jay Wright, Rick Adelman, and Bill Russell. Can I sneak in at the Islanders? Won 4-3 in overtime. Game one against the Penguins. Yes, I can. Sports Center brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Time for some straight talk. Cutting your wireless bill in half feels good. Home run in the ninth good. Straight Talk offers 25 gigs of high-speed data for 45 bucks a month, up to 50% less than the other guys on America's Best Networks. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract. No compromise. And we're coming to your city. It's KJZ's Market Madness. These are the guys that wouldn't have to wait to get in the club. <laughs> Going back, and it's off the wall, and the ball game is over. Buster Posey. And that drive is all stone cold Kittle. Flesh Curry! Who is that guy in your city? We're coming to your city. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. We'll continue with Market Madness as we'll go to the Bay Area in just a moment. I, I think it might, that might be one of the easiest lists to make in the Bay Area. I don't think it'll be too difficult, but we shall see uh, in just a few minutes here. You've got, I mean, to me, the NBA really dominating this week, but you do have a lot of very interesting NFL stories, Key, that are going on this week, including coming out of rookie camp. And I thought it was interesting, earlier in the show we had Diana Rossini on, and she talked about how some coaches are unimpressed with what mm. they saw from some of the young players. Like, you, you did shrug that off. 
Is that, be, is that because, because they can always be unimpressed? Never going to be just, happy. That's coaches, man. In rookie minicamp, they they want to torture the kids, and you know, you got to remember these dudes are coming off basically the chitlin circuit, right? <laughs> that's what they're coming off of. They coming from getting drafted. They're sitting around cocktailing and hanging out, no matter how much. Working out, they're trying to get done. Now and when they walk into a mini camp, it's just like and you're probably nervous too a little. You're bit. Nervous, you don't really know what's going on. So you we know. so we saw Justin Fields, we saw uh, Trevor Lawrence. What we don't know is Trey Lance and where he will be one day with the 49ers. But in the Bay Area, could he become one of the most popular players in that area? So we'll go to Market Madness and we go to uh, John Lund from KNBR who joins us right now on the Goodyear Hotline from the Greg Papa and John Lund Show on KNBR. So, good morning, John. I imagine that uh, Trey Lance is not on this list yet, but this list seems like it was probably an easy one to put together for you. Yeah, it was easy. And and as you guys well know, in just about every American city, if there's a quality quarterback, that quarterback's going to go to the top of the list. So, I won't give away anything yet. But, yeah, Trey Lance will be on this list shortly. Jimmy Garoppolo would have been on this list. He's nowhere near it now. All right, so let's begin the list. Let's start at number three. All right, number three is George Kittle, and for obvious reasons, he's kind of like the American idol around here with the long hair and the long beard and the personality. And so normally, in most cities, you probably wouldn't be at a tight end in the top three, but George Kittle absolutely qualifies. So Kittle goes at number three, and I actually thought I, I might put him a little bit higher. Kittle at three. Popular guy, great personality. Tight ends becoming that kind of thing in the NFL. All right, number two. Number two. Now, this one I I, I debated because you really could have put three Warriors up there because of their their success, not this year, but in the past. But at number two, I put Buster Posey. Buster Posey is a three-time World Series champion. Mm -hmm. He is on the cusp of being a Hall of Famer if he's not already there. And he's having a resurgent year in the Bay Area. So I put Buster Posey at number two, okay, number two. For the San Francisco Giants. And so number one, I think we can all, like, we could probably guess this one. <laughs> this might be the easiest of all the cities that you'll arrive at. Steph Curry is a rock star here. He can do no wrong. Uh, Steph Curry, if, if there was a, if, if, if all the athletes in the history of the Bay Area, maybe outside of Willie Mays, Showed up at a restaurant. Steph said, I want the entire restaurant. <laughs> That's how popular Steph is right now. Steph Curry, easily number one Everybody of just, the top three. Yeah, all, all, all the waiters so, go around and take the menus out of see, people's hands saying, we need John. Yeah, sorry, you got to go. John, you want to have Draymond Green? Draymond Green? Yeah. See, that, that's where I, I debated because I, I thought, you know what, I'm going to have – because I could have done all Warriors. I could have done Clay Thompson's hurt, but I, we could have done Clay, Draymond, and Steph. Steve Kerr could have fit on there if we're talking about coaches. We really could have done all Warriors, but it, it is an NFL town still or area, and I had to put Buster Posey on there too. So I kind of varied the sports, but absolutely. Draymond Green, he would probably be angry at me right now, like like I didn't vote for him for Defensive Player of the Year. So he would be a little. He could be upset. Yeah, I could have put three orders easily. But John, See, I got. I, I would have went Steve Kerr in there as well. Steve Kerr yeah. is a coach. Yeah, yeah. but 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 sure. I got to ask you though. Like we all know, we've had Jimmy G on the show, but we all know what he looks yeah. like. He is the quarterback of the Forty Niners. <laughs> He, he, he over George Kittle over him like it's just as far as popularity goes. Oh yeah, George Kittle is immensely popular. And again, if if we did this before the trade, before, you know, before they acquired Trey Lance, before they acquired that pick, I think Jimmy G, like you said, just because he's a rock star in every certain in every particular way, but his star is is obviously down. People are down on Jimmy just because wow. there's a new toy in town. It's wow. Trey Lance. 
That's wow. amazing. How quickly we move on. Amazing. We do. John, thank you so much. Very interesting list here. No doubt about it. Thanks, Jens. All right. Well, think about Posey, this. That, that makes yeah, a little bit of sense. A, a legend there, right? Yeah. He's a legend. Yeah. Three World Series. But, but when I think about George Kittle. Yeah, you made I a mean, face right away. And that's I yeah, kept thinking. I, can't I wasn't really, sure about that. I mean, he's, he has a unique look because of the hair. Well, he's also he's a personality. Big, he's a, and he's a little bit of a personality. Yeah. But I still would have had to bump him for one of the Warrior basket. I just That's just me. Well, Kerr's a, a really good one that you brought up. Yeah. Now, remember, everybody, what we do here is we're going to 16 markets. And then we did one through three from each market. And then we take number one in each market, put them into um, – Basically a bracket, and we have you, the viewer, the listener, then vote to see out of all the number ones who becomes number one in the entire country. We've already had LeBron James, and now we have Steph Curry. You uh, said the Bay Area. Would you imagine that these two will probably end up being finalists? I mean, as far as popularity goes nationwide, those are two of the biggest. Oh, yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean – because we didn't do we didn't do like Tampa we didn't right no we haven't yeah, been that, yeah yeah Tom obviously Tom. would be pretty pretty Tom, easy I feel like would be the one athlete and where New York like, doesn't have one yeah like not at that level right Aaron Judge doesn't you know or was it no, KD it was, KD it was KD that was number, no KD wasn't number one on Chris's list though Canty right no KD oh was, he yeah but KD, yeah, Jacob Degrom Jacob Degrom yeah, number one. He, he we, didn't we wake up on the right side of the that, that day. Yeah, he didn't wake up on the right side. We need to redo that, that list for Chris. And, and was not, what, who was number one in Chicago? Was it Patrick Kane? Yes. That's, you know, again, nationwide, like that's, it's going to be Steph or LeBron James. I wonder, if, I wonder if, if this was whatever year or two ago, if John Gruden would be on the list because you said Out the of Bay the Bay Area. Area. You think, it's, you think now it's kind of soured for that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He in yeah. Vegas now, but I'm saying if, if he was in – the Bay Area would he have made the top three? Just even like if they were in the Bay Area now, because I think that things would have soured by now. No, aren't you getting a little impatient with him and the Raiders? No, nah, but they is, they just feel like <laughs> they feel like he's the answer, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. maybe. I wonder what city you think just has the best three. Like who wins? Well, we're that put, one. Yeah, we'll put all the lists together at the end. Yeah, I think that'd be a see. fun thing to do too. Because I, it always makes me go back to what Houston could have been. Oh God. Yes. I mean, between Poor James, Houston. Deshaun Watson, right? Oh like, what was L.A.? L.A. was what? LeBron, Kershaw, and A.D.? Was that L.A.? I'm not sure L.A. A.D. Was A.D. the third? Yeah, I think A.D. was the well, third. It might have been. Yeah, he might have taken the two Lakers there. That's a pretty there. strong one. That's a pretty strong one. That is solid. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin presented by Progressive Insurance. Alan Hahn in for Zubin. So, coming up next, how to fix the issues in Green Bay. Speaking of a market with a superstar, a Packers legend is next after Jay has this from Granger. For all the ones who get it done, Granger is always there to help. You see, because Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry. That's 24-7 support, free access to product specialists, and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call 1-800-GRANGER, click Granger.com, or just stop on by. I spoke to a team source who said the Packers have engaged with Aaron Rodgers and his representatives and they will continue to try to do so. We want him back in the worst way. I know he knows that. We'll continue to work at it each and every day. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Zubin. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. 
Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Keyshawn J. Will Zubin, presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. It's Alan Hahn in for Zubin. And as we continue to wonder what is going to happen with Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, and Keyshawn, from what he knows, sounds like it is a fait accompli that he will not return. But there's a lot of former Packers that believe it still could be fixed. Leroy Butler joins us right now, a former Packers great cornerback and Super Bowl champion as well right now on the Goodyear Hotline. Leroy, thanks for joining us. So Do you call him a corner? No problem. Leroy ain't playing no corner, man. Leroy's a safety. He ain't want to get out on that island. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. Uh, he must be uh, – key Google ain't working. Tell him to Google me. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, Roy. Yeah. Tell him now. <laughs> Tell him to Google on, me. Now. I've been out down that island. I've been out down that island. I had to save the franchise and move to safety. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of saving the franchise, how can how can the Packers save their franchise quarterback and keep him from leaving? Here's the reason why I think he'll be back. And some of the veterans, and good to have, uh, good to be on with you guys this morning. Some of the veterans are coming in today into the facility, and I think some, the union didn't want some of the guys to come, so I think they got that all worked out. But moving forward, I think here's the reason why I think Aaron Rodgers will be in when it's time, when it starts to count, is legacy. Because remember, I know there's been a lot of reports of – even the Brett Favre situation, but it was a little bit different. With him, I think he really cares about his legacy. And I think it's two things he learned from Brett Favre. One, don't throw interceptions. That's the first thing. <laughs> and the second thing is care about your legacy when it comes to the fan base. And I think that's what really split Packer Nation when Brett uh, came back right before training camp and they had to trade him to the Jets, and we all know how that story ended. So at the end of the day, did the Packers mismanage it and maybe communicate uh, was terrible? Of course. But I also think that, and I think sometimes as players, and Keyshawn, you know this, I think as players, sometimes we forget that the G would never change. They always change players. So it's always going to be, don't take it personal, but this is how it works. So, and I know he was probably thinking, this would never happen to me the way they did Brett, but guess what? It might. And I think that probably caught him off guard. So, with that being said, I think he'll be in training camp. And I, if I know all rich people, because I'm broke, but all rich people, <laughs> they don't want to write checks back to the organization for $44 million. I don't think mm-hmm. you see that happening. In, in, in the end, though, who, we know both sides have some doing, but whose fault mm-hmm. is this that we even got here, Leroy? I think it can be a shared thing. I think most divorces, which I went through a divorce, and my ex-wife get along fantastic. 
we just came to an amicable disagreement. And ultimately, though, in the barbershop, it's my fault. Okay, I'll take that blame. But I think both of these guys understood that when it was a $6.8 million roster bonus, are we going to make that a signing bonus so you can guarantee my salary for the next year or two? And the Packers say, you know, I don't think we're going to do that. We'll just give it to you as a roster bonus. And that's when everything started. Well, if that's the case, then I have no more guarantees for the next three years. Well, guess what? You put Devontae Adams in a tough spot. You put, you know, Aaron Jones in a tough spot. Some of these guys, they want to speak on your behalf, and as in, you know, Devontae did. But Devontae needs an extension as well. So I really don't – I don't want to put my teammates in the position to feel like they got to speak on my behalf about Aaron. But at the end, of the end of the day, the communication part of it, and I think both of them share responsibility. But I would also say if it was 51% the organization, 49% Aaron, they have to work as a partnership. And we're okay with this as Americans, that quarterbacks are treated differently. I'm okay with that. I didn't have a problem with Brett Favre making $100 million and I was making three. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm hey, It's okay. Quarterbacks are supposed to be treated differently. But I think the problem is when this got out, when allegedly Schefter said his thing, and we all know that, I don't think they really wanted it out that he didn't want to come back. That is, seemed to be the problem. So whoever leaked that part, I think would be at fault. So how do you fix it? Does somebody I don't have to think go? I really don't think it's – here's how you fix it, because he's under contract. And the team has already said, we want him back. I mean, they've said everything. They put themselves in pretzels saying they want him back, blah, blah, blah. Aaron hasn't said anything. So, you know, so you fix it by him coming into camp and telling his, his, his team, addressing his team, guys, I know it was some headlines that I wasn't coming back. It kind of wasn't like that. But I'm here. I want to win a Super Bowl for the next few years. Jordan Love, you're my guy. It has nothing to do with you. Most of you guys are going to go through this. It just caught me off guard. Let's go win a Super Bowl. Most guys in their 30s are going to understand that. Guys in the 20s, early 20s who just got there, you know, Stokes and Mari Rogers and those guys, they're probably confused. Like, But we're happy to be here because of 12. 12 is our meal ticket to the Super Bowl. Without him, we got to start over. I think most guys will understand that. The fan base, now that's a little different, Keyshawn. The fan base is saying, trade him. I don't want the drama. Let's just get started with Jordan Love. But people have been around in the 70s and 80s. They don't want to go back to that. They're saying, hey, listen, wait, you work it out, Aaron Rodgers. Give him what he wants. Make him GM. Fire everybody. You just keep the quarterback. But at the end of the day, we don't have an owner with the Packers. It's run by the fans. Well, literally speaking, it's Mark Murphy. But the fans are really invested in it. They're just getting tired of every 11 straight days talking about it. But at the same time, they understand it is business. Leroy, what if allegedly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you think (laughs) – do you think Aaron Rodgers told people that he did not want to be a Green Bay Packer anymore? I think 
I think two things can be true. I think you could tell your boy, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. I just I just got engaged. I mean, I did Jeopardy, but it ain't the same fan base. You know, I'm tired. You know, MVP. And then you probably told another group, I'll be that dog. It's just business. So two things can kind of be the same. I don't believe that a guy with this kind of caliber of talent told a player, I'm not with you this year. I don't think, because I think that would be said. I think a guy would leak that out. If they quote, Aaron Rodgers told me personally that he's not coming back. I really, because if a guy told me that, if my teammates, they read your life, told me, Leroy, I don't think I can play this year because I don't know, I don't like the way they treat me. I would feel a type of a way about that. I would feel like you gave up on me and the team. And if a, if a reporter would have asked me, have you talked to him? I said, yes, I talked to Reggie, and he ain't coming back. Until I see that, I'm just going to give guys space to kind of work it out. And this is the part of therapy that everybody needs. But the gray area is I, I'm, I'm in the minority. I really don't want Aaron to speak, guys, until it's fixed. Whatever it is, mm. whatever it is, because if he comes out and says something to dispute some of these reports, then we start all all over again. So either, but allegedly, the Packers did offer him a contract. I don't know if that's true or not. But well, they, they offered him a contract to make him the highest paid. I don't know if that's true. Leroy, we thank you for joining us and for the insight. We appreciate it. Thanks, Leroy. Hey, anytime, my brother. Take care. All right, man. Good stay at, stay at safety, Leroy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, trust me, I will. That's the only way I'm going to get in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> you had me for a minute, too. Thought maybe I got something point. wrong. All right, everybody. Enjoy the day. We'll see you tomorrow. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.